Well, we welcome you to another edition of Pros Who Know. Ask Holly as with the Better Business Bureau. She's the president and CEO, Holly Salmon. Scott Adams here with you. And I'm excited about this one. Not that I'm not excited about all of our other yeah. tips, helpful tips, but starting a new business yeah. is one thing that a lot of us, you know, we've got our primary job, but then there's other interests that you have. Sure. And maybe you're starting to think, hey, I think this might have some legs. This could possibly go somewhere. Yeah. But how, how do I start? Where do we begin? You know, one thing that's interesting, we see a lot of times um, from Better Business Bureau, we see um, uh, pros uh, in an industry, You've, they've worked in the industry for a long time, and they decide they're going to spin off and start their own business. Mm-hmm. Just because you're good at your craft or just because you're good at your trade does not mean you're going to be good at running a business. And so there are things that business owners need to know um, either before they start mm-hmm. um, or soon thereafter, because we all know that um, starting a new business, you, you're either going to make it or break it pretty quickly. And so again, just because you're you know a great Um, in the roofing business just because you're great in the tree business or the swimming pool business and you've done a really great job for for a a large company and you decide you want to start your own business there's definitely some homework you want to do you want to lay a strong foundation so that you can be successful because there are mistakes that new business owners make that uh, will almost prevent them from even possibly being successful. All right, Holly, let's say that you, you've you got a, a prize-winning idea. This yeah. business is going to be fantastic. And sometimes, however, we choose the wrong name yeah, for a me, potential business. Let me tell you right? how to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say you're, you're opening... Um, uh, an electrical business. Okay. You're, you're, gonna, you're an electrician. You're going to open your own um, business. If you call it Adams Enterprises, mm-hmm. I don't know what you do. Right. You put that on the side of your truck. You put that on your website. You put it on your business cards. I have no idea what you do. You may even incorporate into your into your logo or into the, your name. Um, you know, maybe a, a lightning bolt or something that indicates electricity. But if your name is as vague as Uh, you know, fill in the blank enterprises or what have you, uh, you really could be putting yourself at a disadvantage. It's all in a name. So when you're thinking about starting that business, really give good thought to um, does this name indicate what I do? because it can do some of the work for you. You know, if you put it on the side of your vehicle, your business cards, things like that, you wanna make sure that the consumer doesn't have to guess what you do right, for a living. Right. Yeah, sometimes you'll get that accidental business. Uh, business. If it says Adams Electric, they right. know instantly right. that this guy is, you know, he's an electrician. And some consumers uh, want, like, you know, if we're, if we're gonna stick with the electrician, some consumers want an electrician who that's all they do. Now, some are okay with the idea that they may choose a business that does electrical plumbing uh, and some contracting work but you know if you do a little bit of everything be careful when you're naming that business because you want to make sure that when you run down a list of businesses and you're trying to choose which of those to do business with you're probably if if none of those names mean anything to you Mm -hmm. uh, you're probably going to go with a name that indicates what they do because you know, if, if I want an electrician, I want someone with the with the name and the um, with the word in their name. I, I don't want something that's very vague because that doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence. Again, you, you have to make sure that before you brand yourself, 
really give a lot of thought to the name. Yeah, and a quick reminder, as always, you can log on to BBB.org to get some of these helpful tips when you're starting to think about creating this business. All right, so you've you've got perhaps your name, you know what you're going to be doing. You have to give some consideration to putting away some some money just in case things don't go as great out of the gates as you think they might. That's right. So if you have worked for, um, an, you know, you've been an employee of a larger business, you've worked for someone else, they had to worry about the lean times. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that when you are running your business, when you, when you own a business, that you put money away because there are going to be ebbs and flows and there are going to be lean times. And if you don't have the money set aside to survive those lean times, then at the end of the day, your competitors have one less, um, you know, competition to worry about. So you want to make sure, you know, we've seen it in recent recessions that there are a lot of businesses who just can't make it through because they didn't have the money set aside. You can't, you can't, Uh, put enough money away to provide for every scenario, but to put away, you know, three, six months worth uh, of of expenses, uh, certainly something that you want to work towards. If you are really working on a um, uh, a robbing Peter to pay Paul basis, you can't keep that up forever. And so you want to make sure that your consumers don't suffer, that your employees don't suffer. If you can't make payroll, if you can't buy supplies because you're working on too lean of a budget, that's going to affect the, the potential longevity of your business. Put money away when you can. When things are going really well, put some money away. Okay. And on that same token, we talk about putting money away yeah. for sustainability for the business. You're also having to give some consideration to the taxes that right. you're going to be paying during the course of the year. And I, I believe the IRS, they like it when you, you do your quarterly yeah. payments, if you're going to have this this self-employed business. Yeah. You know, when you do your quarterly taxes, you're um, you're providing uh, throughout the year. You're, you're making that payment throughout the year. If you say to yourself, uh, no, you know, I, I can't afford it right now. So I'm going, I'll just pay it one time. That's going to be a, a large check to write. And so you want to make sure that if you're able to pay quarterly, you mm-hmm. do that so that you're breaking that into, you know, four bite-sized pieces as opposed to uh, one big check at the end of the year. Because chances are, if if cash flow is an issue, when you get to the end of the year, you may or may not have the money. And so there again, we get back to how long can I keep this business running um, with tax debt? So again, when times are good, put some money away. One of the best ways to pace your budget mm-hmm. is to pay those taxes quarterly. Creating a business is a, it's a it's an undertaking. Sure. But there's also you know there will be a lot of uh, uh, potential gain out of it if you can mm-hmm. get it to where you want it to go and a, a sense of pride mm-hmm. being able to construct something like that. But there's also things that you don't always know about. So right. it's it's okay. To, to A, try to find as much information as you can, but also ask people that, that have done it prior to, to you. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, when it comes to my career, for example, when I became CEO of Better Business Bureau, I said to that board who hired me, look, mm-hmm. you are not hiring a CPA. You are hiring someone who has strengths in these areas. Yeah, yeah. And, and talking at a microphone is one of those areas that, that uh, I'm comfortable with. Do not ask me to write a budget. Mm-hmm. Do not ask me, um, you know, to, to, to create a PNL. I am not an accountant. You have to know where your strengths and weaknesses are and you have to accommodate for that. You have to make sure that 
if the books aren't going to be where you're strong, if the, the financial end of things is where you're weakest, you have to put some money towards making sure that you either have someone on staff or you have a professional that you've hired to help you because we are not all good at everything. And if you try to be a one size fits all mm -hmm. business owner, something is going to suffer. Creating a business is a big undertaking, such right. a huge undertaking that we're going to give you two episodes worth of creating a, a, a business and some tips to make sure that you're, you're, you're as educated as possible before diving in. And as always, you can always shoot Holly an email at askholly at wkmg.com as the pros who know Ask Holly will have more here coming up with our uh, second installment. 